Choosing an energy company raises many questions. Constellation can answer all of them with energy solutions that fit your needs. Energy made efficient, simple, insightful, and flexible. That's what makes Constellation America's energy choice. Learn more at constellation.com slash energy. Hey, podcast listeners. This is your humble host, Michael Smalley, and I just wanted to take a moment of your time before the show gets going to remind you about our online membership. It is an incredible resource to help you build a better relationship where we have taken all of our best video series and converted them into online courses. You can check out how to become a member at smalleyinstitute.com. For those loyal listeners, the ones who consistently hear our podcast, you may have noticed there's a new intro song, and you'd be correct. It's actually the John Sherrill Band and their new song, Magnificent. Why am I bringing this up in my intro? Well, because I want to make sure you stay on for the end of our podcast today because you actually get to listen to the entire song. The entire song. The whole thing. Don't you know somebody that's in the John Sherrill band? I do, but I'm not even going to get to that yet. Okay. We're going to keep them. See, we're doing the tease. Oh, so like it grabs people. It grabs. And causes them to want more. They're going to want to keep listening. Because the secret to outstanding relationships is actually not talent. It's not skills or even knowledge. Oh, wait. Then... I don't even know why you would be listening to Smalley Marriage Radio. Oh, yeah. There's actually something no one really wants to talk about much, but it might just be the most important idea for your relationship. Today, we are going to share what this idea is and how I discovered it. All right. Maybe I didn't completely discover it, but I'm telling you, I was definitely on the right track. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley, along with one of the band members of the John Sherrill Band, Seth Johnson. Ah! I see what you did now. Yeah. That was great. That was nice, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I've been playing with John for 11 years now. And this is this like is that. a real band. It's a, re- it's, it's a real band. This isn't fake. Yeah. He actually does music mm-hmm. and plays at concerts. We uh we traveled and lead worship across the nation. Acro- can we we can't say globe yet? Uh, Have you I, ever been outside of Texas? Yes, across the globe. <laughs> now, honestly, I'm excited actually for our our little podcast here to be featuring one of your guys' songs, "Magnificent." Yeah, it's off our uh, record that should have just been released by the time this airs, yeah, and it was recorded live at a camp that we put on. Like a youth camp um, called 220 or Camp 220. And uh, yeah, so we recorded live there in the summer of 2015. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it sounds pretty wicked awesome. So I'm excited because our listeners get an exclusive, full track of Magnificent Mm -hmm. at the end, but they got to hang on. Yeah. Hopefully you guys will like it. If not, don't tell me. Just send me emails and say, yeah, yeah, it's great. We love it. Yeah. So you know how sometimes I can get a little bit snobby mm-hmm. about education. Uh, oh. Hey, I wasn't going to. Yeah. No, I mean, sometimes I can be a little snobby 
about reading versus audiobooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as you know, this past summer, I did a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. And yes, you did. You can only listen to so much music when you're driving halfway across the United States of America. Yes. So I actually got into Audible. Okay. Right, yeah. audible.com, whatever. They're not paying. I'm not going to give that website anymore unless <laughs> one of them are listening and they're willing to pay. Yeah, if they want to help. I mean, they do support podcasts. I know. So maybe we can get them as a sponsor. Supported by audible.com. Oh, that would be so exciting. So I discovered a book, and I know, I know, I tend to over-exaggerate everything. <laughs> <laughs> I even over-exaggerated that statement. Right. But... I have been telling people, so Amy and I released kind of the soft release of our new book, Reignite Your Marriage, in two days Mm -hmm. back in August of 2016. And once you finish a book, I actually start dreaming of, okay, what's the next book that I want to write? And what I've been telling people is I think my next book is going to be on patience because Mm -hmm. I feel patience is one of those fruit of the spirit or concepts that you're lacking. Actually, no, because you're still here on the show. (laughs) Clearly, I have a high (laughs) tolerance of patience. So I've been saying, I think patience, because I do, Mm -hmm. I genuinely feel that's one of the huge ingredients that's missing for many of the relationships Mm -hmm. and the couples that come in for our Reignite Marriage Intensive Program. You know, that one-on-one thing, super powerful, Mm -hmm. eight locations across the United States. So... I've just noticed with a lot of couples, especially ones, frankly, especially ones who divorce, one of those key ingredients is patience. They're missing patience. Yeah. And then I came across a book on Audible. Oh, and what book is this? The book is by Angela Duckworth, and it's called Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Oh. Seth, this was a game changer. Is it any correlation to the movie True Grit? Yes, actually. Oh. Well, I don't think the movie, you know, was based obviously <laughs> it wasn't based off the book. But the essence of true grit is grit. Mm-hmm. And the grit the guy showed, if you haven't seen the movie, it's an amazing Western movie starring that guy who always seems like he's high or stoned. <laughs> Who's the guy? Come on, you know the big Lebowski. The big Lebowski. The main uh, guy in- Is it Bridges? Yes. Yes, something Bridges. Jeff. Jeff over troubled bridges. <laughs> and so he does, though, in the movie, because you've seen it, right? Yeah. He shows a lot of grit in saving the little girl's life from the snake bite. Remember? Vaguely. But I think that's not really the focus of the movie. More the grit is on the girl. Yes, the girl showed grit, but I didn't get to say the girl looks like a stoner. <laughs> so I went with Jeff Bridges. All it right. is Jeff Bridges in Hallie... Steinfeld and Matt Damon and Josh Brolin. Told you. I said all of those names in my mind. (laughs) So Grit is the Power of Passion and Perseverance. It's a book by Angela Duckworth. I highly recommend it because basically over the next two shows, today and then the next show, we are featuring this book because I truly believe that Grit is one of those things you need in your relationship if it's really going to succeed. Mm-hmm. So I know I tend to say every single show we ever do is the most important thing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's my narcissism. I don't know. But this concept of grit is beautiful. 
and the what grit will do for your really any relationship. We're going to focus on couples for this show and the next one. But grit is that idea of passion and perseverance. And 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 here's a description of the book just on from Amazon.com. In this instant New York Times bestseller, pioneering psychologist. Angela Duckworth shows anyone striving to succeed, be it parents, students, educators, athletes, or business people, that the secret to outstanding achievement is not talent, but a special blend of passion and persistence she calls grit. So what does grit mean? And frankly, why does it matter for your relationship? And we're going to get into sort of this idea of grit and the importance of grit, and we're going to start with passion. So when you look up passion and you get a good definition, there's there's actually three or four definitions of passion that just they stand out in terms of as you hear these things, think about how this can apply to your most important relationship. So passion is an intense desire or enthusiasm for something. Number two, is a strong and barely controllable emotion. Passion is a thing arousing enthusiasm for the suffering and death of Jesus. Isn't that interesting? Did you know that was actually in the definition for passion? Yes, but only because of the movie Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. And when it came out and I started just all the hubbub and then realizing... The definition of passion. Yeah, I never knew that. But think about that. Passion is an intense desire. It's enthusiasm. It's it's strong and barely controllable emotion. It's a thing arousing enthusiasm. It is encompassed by the suffering and death of Jesus. And who wouldn't say they need a little passion in their relationship when you look at those definitions? Yeah. I mean, would you say that you and Shauna have passion? I would say so, as long as we're not focusing explicitly on the suffering and death part. Yeah, <laughs> you totally stole my line. I was like, Amy and I have it, but unfortunately we're kind of stuck on the death part. <laughs> but passion, oh my heavens, when you hear that and the importance of it in your relationship, grit is one of those things that leads to passion, mm-hmm. is how I kind of feel. And and when when you think about it, and, and even if you look at grit as patience, right? So When I was thinking, you know, my next book is going to be about patience. Well, what I really meant was my next book is about the desire to hang in there. Yeah. Right. The passion to hang in there because grit is not separate from perseverance. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You you can have all the passion in the world, but then if you lack the perseverance, well. Right. What what good is it going to do you? Yeah. You're still going to fail. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for many relationships, right, we first meet, we have the butterflies and the excitement, and and actually next show, we're going to get in to the idea, oh, yeah. He's doing a lot of eyebrow things. I right am. Now, it's so <laughs> exciting. Because I don't think people get to hear this enough in terms of their relationship succeeding. But next show, we're getting into the idea of novelty, which novelty is kind of what we experience at the beginning. It's... There's a lot of research and some leading psychologists will talk about next show uh, around the idea of interest. But novelty is kind of what we experience at the beginning of a relationship because it's new. 
Mm-hmm. So it's new, it's, it's exciting, and but then, you know, where are you 10 years down the road? Where are you 15 years down the road? And we'll give some pretty critical insight on how do you kind of, you know, how, how do you transition from novelty to something better? Oh, next oh, show, guys. It gets better. So we're talking about passion right now and how you need that passion. And passion is one of those results of grit. Now, the other part of grit is perseverance. And perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Did you hear yeah, that? I did. Is that not patience? Yeah, I mean, it's a, a part of patience. That's yeah. what I mean by patience. That's what I'm telling you. That line right there in the definition of perseverance is what I feel is missing so many times in a couple's relationship. It's doing something. It's staying the course. It's keeping engaged. It's not abandoning. It's not divorcing. Mm-hmm. Despite difficulty or delaying achieving and success, it's – so you and Sean have been married how long? Uh, just under five years. Just under five years. Have you had any difficulty? Yes. Yes. Because, you, you know, we're both sinful people. Yes. I'm and, very aware of that. And she shows me that I'm wrong a lot. Yeah. Well, has it ever occurred to you that you are wrong a lot? It's just now starting to. Yeah. After, after doing this with you for a number of years and, and learning, I'm realizing that that maybe I'm I'm a slightly slightly sinful person. <laughs> slightly. Yeah. Just that's a start. Just a touch. And for those listening, when someone says slightly sinful, they are now officially the most <laughs> sinful person you have ever known. It's quite possible. (laughs) Not to be able to identify that is terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know if we should keep going on with this show. Uh, But but definitely, Shauna and I, yeah, it's hard. Marriage is hard. I was actually just talking with a good buddy of mine um, last week who is recently married, and he was just like, it's different. It's harder. Like, it's, you've got to communicate about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really insightful us having that conversation. Yeah. Because it's, We've talked about this before with uh, Dr. Scott Stanley. And, you know, one of the reasons why I think marriage gets difficult or becomes more intense might even be a better word is when you're dating, you cannot date fairly easily, right? I mean, it might be a hard decision. It might be painful and there might be some heartache involved. But when you're dating, you're just dating. You can leave at any time. You can just... When it gets tough, you can bail and be like, hey, this isn't working out. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I actually tell my own children and any kind of young single people or old single people that dating should be pretty easy. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't make a lot of sense to marry someone if the dating relationship is super difficult. Right. Right. But then all of a sudden you have that ceremony. And for those who believe in Christ, you kind of make this covenant, right, Mm -hmm. before God and men. And then you sign that little marriage certificate. Oh, wait. We're supposed to sign something? Oh, Seth. Are you living in sin? This is awkward. It's quite possible. What? So, John, You guys don't have a marriage certificate? Just So the man we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, John Sherrill, actually officiated my wedding. Yeah. So I blame him. Seth, this is a no. big... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I, I totally bought into that one. I was like, this is kind of... <laughs> No, we signed. We're fine. 
in the in the sight of God in the state of where Texas, Texas. All right. So you sign that little paper, and now all of a sudden, you can't just leave. Yeah. And there's there's this psychological unconscious transformation that goes, holy cow, it's real. Mm-hmm. We're stuck. And if I'm not happy, it's going to be difficult to end this thing. There's going to be legal things and lawyers involved and a lot of money lost, right? And so the intensity increases, which is why marriage can be difficult. Mm-hmm. Is. I'll just say is. Is. I love marriage. I love being married. I recommend marriage. It makes you a better person. And I think it makes you a better person because of the difficulties. Mm-hmm. And so you and Sean have gone through stuff. I share all the time. How come you don't share as many? Uh, when are be- we going to share the big thing that happened? Are we ever going to share that? I'm not even going to say what it is because we did not talk about it before the show. Uh, you don't have to this time. Oh, the big thing. The big thing. Probably, would you say that might have been the hardest thing you guys have gone through in marriage? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So at some point, yeah, we're, we're going to we'll open that up. That. All right. But not this time, because that means that- It would need listening. a whole episode. It might need several. Yeah. It might need several. And, but here's what's interesting, and, and this is why I bring it up, okay, is that thing, right, that we'll talk about some at some point, is that's not- it wasn't you being dysfunctional. It wasn't mm-hmm. Shauna being dysfunctional. No. And that's why marriage is difficult because sometimes, yeah, it's hard because I'm messed up and Amy's messed up. But then other times it's hard because of external forces and things right. that happen that nobody, nobody's to blame for. But it's negative. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, what's a better word, negative or difficult? I think both could be used in you conjunction. Could, they can both fit, right? So... Things, well, okay, for me, and I've shared this on the podcast, my wife and I took care of my father while he died. Yeah. That's difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I'd use the word negative. Well, but, I mean, his death was negative. Well, not even there, because it was a graduation. Mm. A graduation to heaven. Did I ever tell you the video we found that my brother found in an old box from yes. 1990? <laughs> That my father recorded for his family upon his death. I think we talked about that on the uh, did we the podcast that Shauna was on. Oh, that's right. Because it was wild. <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't know Amy from anything. I was still in high school, but my wife used during my dad's memorial service. She used the term, you know, Poppy and I. I didn't ever say you're dying. You're graduating. We look at this as a graduation, and then on that video from 1990, my father passed away in 2016. He used that same phrase. Really? Grad, don't and you guys found it. that after? Totally after. Yeah, so it wasn't like Amy was stealing that from the video. No. Like they had no clue. No, and my father definitely didn't remember, probably never even remembered recording that video. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, Amy and I, we, I mean, our mouths dropped to the floor when my dad said the same phrase that mm-hmm. my wife said at his memorial service. That's crazy. I don't look at this as dying. I look at it as graduating. Oh, that was crazy. So I would say that was difficult. It wasn't Amy wasn't being dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. I wasn't it was a difficult situation that put a burden on our relationship. Yeah. And that's why perseverance is so important. It's it's that steadfast decision to stick together even when it's not fun, mm-hmm. even when it's hurting, even when trials and tribulations, you know, all these things are coming at us from 
you have a rebellious kid, you have a death in the family, you have whatever, legal issues, you have someone unfairly attacking you for whatever, and do you have the steadfast? Do you have the grit to hang in there while that stuff is happening? Some other words, and Seth, you want to give those words? Here are some other words that you can use in place of perseverance. Uh, there's persistence, and then a favorite of mine, tenacity. You are tenacious. I, I like to use the word tenacity yeah. and be the word yeah. tenacity. Uh, determination, uh, staying power. Ooh, what's this one? <laughs> I was saying, I looked at it, I went, there's no way. Indefatigability. <laughs> wow, indefatigability. <laughs> I think you did it right. Thank you. Uh, I, can, I can read every now and then. Uh, steadfastness and purposefulness. A, a lot of nisses yeah. in large words. I'll stick with perseverance. Yeah, perseverance-ness. <laughs> Indefatigable. <laughs> so, I know, <laughs> dude, I'm not even going to make an effort. That's, that's why you wanted me to read that. Yeah. <laughs> it's that word right there. It actually isn't, but when I saw it, I went, oh, I'm so thankful. <laughs> I, mean, I asked Seth to read those. The reason I want those words out there is what does all this mean for your relationship? Well, frankly, it means absolutely everything. And and in the intro, I kind of mentioned that this is something people don't necessarily like to talk about. Mm-hmm. This isn't the sexy side of love. Right. This isn't the sexy side of romance. Mm-hmm. You know, no one gets married going, hey, I'm going to need some persistence and some tenacity and some steadfastness. And some indefatigability. In- <laughs> I think you're getting it. I had to focus really hard. If we have any, what would you call a person that is good at pronunciation? Is there like a job for that? <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's an actual. I guarantee job. you, there's a PhD teaching at a school, and he has you know full <laughs> tenure. He does that for. A he living. has like the most amazing articulation. Yeah, or her, or or her, her. Don't make this just about men. <sighs> don't get me into my high horse about the gender gender neutral terms of him and he and they. Really? Yeah. Is that going to be a whole show? It could be. It definitely could be. But most of your ideas never actually become shows. <laughs> no, no. Because when we down. start digging into them, we get scared. <laughs> I'm going to offend somebody. But no one talks about that. No one talks about the the tenacity, the steadfastness. And the truth, though, I guess what I'm trying to say for this show is those are the very things that you have to have yeah. to survive. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you think, that a healthy marriage is the absence of difficulty, you're wrong. Yeah. It is not the absence. In fact, I would argue a healthy marriage and the really satisfying marriages are the ones who hung in through the low times, mm-hmm. who crawled out of that pit, who overcame. One of Amy and I recently led a fun marriage retreat. In Balcones. Balcones. Balcones, uh, Texas, outside of Austin. Beautiful, you know, smack dab in the middle of hill country. And one of the cool things that has not been done at a marriage retreat that we have led mm-hmm. is the, the church, it's the sportsman's church out of Victoria, Texas. And the organizer, the leader, Brad Chesick, had couples volunteer to share their testimonies. Okay. And man, it was powerful because these couples within their group, there was 30, 31 couples, got up and they're sharing tough things about affairs, about yeah. death, about abandonment. One couple actually got divorced, 
they they came as one of Amy's couples, and they're one of the testimonies actually. So, if you just go to smallinstitute.com and click on reignite, mm-hmm. you'll see their testimony. So they were divorced, and then mm-hmm. they came to an intensive. They got things figured out, and that's grit. Yeah, right. I mean, you would think if a couple divorces, it's over, mm-hmm. but not if you have grit. Yeah. Not if you're not if you're willing to not give up. So if you're if you won't give up because you've got a lot of grit, then you get to experience the joy, the mountaintop experience mm-hmm. of marriage. Yeah. Well, I feel like in in general in the U.S., um, grit and perseverance isn't something that uh, is necessarily nurtured growing up because we live in such a um, consumerist throwaway culture that if we find something that a situation or I don't know, an object displeasing or no longer satisfactory that we just we toss it and we get the new thing go on amazon.com i have a prime membership i can get yeah, free something shipping. new free in, yeah. uh, in two days exactly and there's like there's always the new and better instead of uh sticking through with um, what you have and figuring out a way to make that itself better. And cause, and so I think that, that mentality that we grow up with and I for sure grew up with, um, I mean, that just follows and pours into everything else in life. And I think what I'm saying, and, and you triggered this thought when you said that mentality I grew up with, because I'm ADD, I'm impulsive, you know, I get bored with stuff quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, I need a lot of different things to be entertained or whatever. Right. However, growing up for me in my home, and this is where I want to encourage the listener, this is what you need to develop in your home. Divorce was not an option. Period. End right. of story. Okay? And so one of the only healthy things Amy and I did before we got married is we signed this little contract we wrote ourselves that said divorce is never an option signed it dated Mm. it and that's what got us through the beginning difficult part of our relationship it's what's continued getting us through because grit and the power of grit gives you the chance to succeed the chance to grow the chance to change jesus actually said in matthew 7 12 do to others what you would like them to do to you this is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets See, grit is about, and and this is going to get way more specific in the next show that we're doing here on grit, but grit is about others. Grit is about doing what the right thing is, even if it's not happening for you. But what's interesting is the very next verse, Jesus says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and, and its gate is wide. For the many who choose that way, but, and this is where I think grit comes in, but the gateway to life, to satisfaction, I'm adding my own stuff right now, (laughs) to a healthy marriage, to a long-lasting, satisfying marriage is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. And that was Matthew 7, 13, and 14. But it's that idea that the road to eternal life, the road to a successful relationship, it's narrow because mm-hmm. it's difficult, and only a few are ever willing to do that. Yeah, And I guess I'm wanting our listeners to be a part of the few. Mm-hmm. It's okay that it's difficult if you're willing to hang in there 
And I've shared study after study, and you probably haven't listened to every episode. But there are so many studies that show for couples who even just hang in there, typically within five years, they report being satisfied, even Mm -hmm. though at the beginning and five years before, they were not happy. Five years later, many of them report being very happy. Well, that's for the ones who hang in there. Mm -hmm. And when you hang in there, yeah, when you hang in there, you give God an opportunity to change your spouse. You get God an opportunity to change yourself. And you have opportunities to meet people, to read books, to go to events, to attend an intensive. All that stuff, frankly, fits under grit. So next up on Smalley Marriage Radio, we keep going further down the road of grit and how it can make all the difference in your relationship. We're going to help you learn how to grow grit from the inside out. And don't forget, if you want to turn your relationship around starting today, check out our online courses at smalleyinstitute.com because we have hours of video from our very best series, including videos from my own father, to help you build a better relationship. Now, we're coming to the closing. Yeah, it's the first time ever, guys, right here. I know. New. This thing is happening. It is. I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually very excited because now we're about to debut for the first time ever, at least on this podcast, the new song Magnificent by the John Sherrill Band. So stay tuned and you get to listen to the entire song. You can check out the John Sherrill Band online at johnsherrill.com. And that's Sherrill with two R's. And two L's. And two L's. Yes. Dot com. Well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in only two days. Find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com, or you can call us toll-free at 888-565-6462. You are above all things. All things are found in you. The uncreated one, glorious. Galaxies, you fill all space and time. The everlasting one, glorious, glorious. You are magnificent, ageless and infinite. Creation bows to the King of all kings. Nothing.
Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.